All right. Well, I am glad to be with you again today on this wonderful Friday for another edition of the Speaking for Him podcast. As many of you know, I have been recording uh, from my home studio these last few weeks, and um, I've been able to do some pretty good podcasts on my own, I I would say, but I much prefer having a a co-host so that I can uh, have the opportunity to have an actual conversation. I have the privilege today of being joined uh, by the executive director of um, Master Arts Theater, uh, Tim Van Bruggen. And so um, without further ado, first of all, Tim, welcome to the show. Thanks, Andrew. I'm glad to be here. Um, well, Tim, before we uh, get into the the meat of our discussion today, could you start out with the quote of the day? Absolutely. Abraham Lincoln said, I remember my mother's prayers, and they have always followed me. They have clung to me all my life. I, I chose this quote of the day because um, today's recording coincides with the National Day of Prayer, and also as we are heading into uh, Mother's Day weekend, I thought it was doubly appropriate. Uh, I know that the prayers of my mother have meant a lot to me, and it was actually um, through time of a time of prayer with her that I made my personal commitment to Jesus Christ many, many years ago now. So uh, I'm very grateful for the prayers of my mother. Um, so as we uh, start out this conversation, though. I just want to talk a little bit about how we're doing uh, with um, the the lockdown situation. It's been an ongoing mm-hmm. reality. I've opened every show the last three or four weeks talking about it uh, because it's because it's where we're living right now. And for me, yeah. uh, Friday marks uh, fifty six straight days of being at my home, doing everything online from. Uh, friend meetups to some theater to even church. So it's been a really interesting dynamic to, to literally um, be traveling just a few feet a day, if you will, and not really doing a whole lot other than that. And if you had told me, you know, eight weeks ago that this would still be the reality, I wouldn't have believed you and I would have told you I couldn't do it. So it's basically just been waking up every day, seeking the Lord for what he wanted to do in this situation because I couldn't handle it by myself. Um, So I'm grateful that he's answered that prayer day by day, but I just wanted to get a little bit of your perspective. How are things going for you? And then once you talk about it personally, then maybe segue a little bit into what Master Arts is doing. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's been a challenge. Um, I'm married and have two kids, uh, who are both at very different stages. My eldest is 18 and he's kind of doing a combination, finishing high school and, uh, doing college courses. And, um, he's been homeschooled and doing most of his school from home his entire life. So this is, this is like old news for him. Uh, but our youngest is a little bit more of a social animal and he's in third grade and he's having a rougher time because we put him in, in regular school and, um, going from classroom and having your friends and being able to, you know, have recess and 
to transition to mom and dad kind of teaching things from home um, has been really tough for him. Uh, and it's interesting at our house, um, I'm, I'm about spending about half my week there and half my week as the only person in the theater right now. Um, and when we're all there, we've got four people all trying to do work online. So it's, it's kind of hectic. It's like more busy at my house during the workday than it was here in the, on the office of the theater. Uh, but I've been grateful that I've been able to actually come. And um, one, of the, one of the benefits of being you know, the executive director, I guess, is I can kind of shelter in place in my office at the theater. Um, so the family's doing good. Um, we're getting through. Um, we've been able to connect with our church family several times a week online, which has been helpful. Uh, it's not the same as gathering in person, of course. Um, but my church has been very, very proactive about giving us lots of opportunities to connect. So that has been really, really good. Um, as far as the theater's going, it's it's tough right now. I mean, I think probably the two areas most susceptible to uh, this lockdown are churches and the performing arts, uh, because both are dependent upon people gathering together. They're, they're areas of community. Um, so this has hit uh, Master Arts particularly hard. Um, you know, when you can't do a show, you can't sell tickets, and you can't have an audience, it's, it's, you're not really doing what God's called you to do. Yeah, that, is, that is very true. Um, and I know for myself, working at a school, um, it's been that way as well. I, I had my last day of, of school um, March 13th, which I still kind of chuckle at the irony sometimes, uh, yeah. thinking that it was Friday the 13th. I am not a superstitious person, but it's just one of those coincidences that isn't very interesting to me. Um, mm-hmm. that, that That's how things transpired. And then they said, well, you need to be away from school for three weeks. And I was like, okay, we can do this. Then we'll get back together and finish out the school year. And then they said, that um, we had to be gone for the rest of the year. The good news is that we determined from the very uh, outset at, at Potter's House Christian High School that we were going to continue the school year online regardless. So we, good. we didn't allow our students to fall very far behind, and we are finishing out the school year, and we're planning to have a high school graduation of some form on June 25th. We don't know yet oh, what, that's that will, great. what that will take, what form that will take, because we don't know how the shutdowns will continue and whatnot, but uh, we're excited right. about that possibility. So um, now I just wanted to, to say a little bit about um, the National Day of Prayer. I just wanted to share this. The modern law formalizing the annual observance of the national day of prayer was enacted in 1952 so um 68 years ago um and then there the earliest known official day of prayer in the united states or one of the earliest was signed by thomas jefferson while he was the governor of virginia on the 20th of november 1779 so the reliance of our country 
on prayer has gone back quite a ways and we need it now more than ever. You know, yeah, uh, we do. I, I understand the reasons that we've had to, to shelter in place and to, to keep our distance to a certain extent, but the economic and, and the social toll and the emotional toll that it's taking on people, um, is no joke and yeah we're going to be feeling the fallout from it for quite a while even though the lord is still good all the time so um I, I, could you just um say a prayer for us and everyone involved and that they would have peace during this time absolutely heavenly father we take comfort in knowing that you are sovereign that you are above and over all that's going on in our world today. And we are not God. We don't have your perspective on the big picture and and what's happening. And Lord, first, I just want to thank you for the many miracles that I see happening during this crisis of people becoming more aware of the needs of their neighbors, of people stepping up to really try and um, bridge the gap with needs in our communities. So I want to thank you for the way you're working and the way you're touching and the way you are doing a lot of unifying work in our, um, in our communities every day. Lord, I do want to ask you for a miracle for you to bring us out of this COVID pandemic and this quarantine period. Bring us back to a place where we can gather together, where we can be community together, where we can honor you and worship you in our congregations, where we can here at the theater tell stories that honor you, where we can get back to hugging our neighbor. Um, We miss that, Lord. We need it, Lord. So, Lord, we're asking for your help. We ask you for strength for our leaders uh, both at the community, state, national, world levels. Lord, give them wisdom and discernment about what is the best course of action that will help your people. Lord, help us to be praying for our leaders, to be lifting them up every day for the difficult decisions that they have to make. Help us to be supporting them in prayer and really making sure that we're holding them accountable for what you say is right. And then, Lord, I pray for all of us, especially those who don't have opportunity to connect with people or don't have ways to get out and about um, and connect with family and friends through technology or, or the many different means that you've given us. Lord, we pray for the lonely for the secluded, for those who are at need, for the anxious, for those who are worried. Lord, you are the peace bringer and the comforter. So we do ask for your peace and your comfort. And Lord, help us as individuals and as a nation to look to you as our hope to get through this. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank you, Tim. So uh, we have uh, one final component to talk about today on our show, and that is 
that we have Mother's Day coming up on Sunday. And so I thought it only appropriate that we um, discuss this. So I, um, I, I don't know if you have any uh, reflections or things you want to say about your mother or your wife in regards to this. Um, I'll do a little of both. Um, my wife is fantastic. Um, she's an amazing, uh, mom to our kids and she right now, especially she's doing a lot of juggling cause she's, she has a full-time job, uh, at Baker book house. Um, she's assistant manager of the store and, uh, they're starting to do curbside and doing a lot of work. So she is like taking the bulk of the teaching in the mornings, um, with our little guy. And so she's getting up early, which is not her penchant to do, to uh, do school with our little guy. And then in the afternoons and early evenings, she's going into work and, uh, and working. So she's really pulling double duty right now. And um, all, I'm just the phys ed trainer. That's my job. I get to do the phys ed with my guy. Um, but she's doing the bulk of it. So I really want to say a big thank you to Elena and the work that she's doing. And what an amazing mom. Um, and she's been a real guide and mentor to both my sons, uh, but my elder son, especially as he's kind of trying to navigate college. Um, I get to be a playmate and, and she really takes the work of parenting and does the bulk of it. So I really want to honor her. Um, Mother's Day is interesting for me because I lost my mom some time ago and it's been a little weird. Um, I, my mom dealt with a lot of health issues growing up. So there are a lot of mixed feelings, both um, a lot of good, but a lot of really difficult ones as I saw her struggle. But the great thing about my parents is, is um, they were faithful. They were faithful to make sure we were in church every week. They were faithful to each other. And they were faithful to their kids. She raised four kids and they were bound and determined that they were going to have better lives than she did. And she did that. She, she was an amazing person. Um, always made sure there was food on the table and clothes on our backs. And um, I miss her to this day. Uh, one of my fondest memories, um, right before she passed away, um, she, she got to befriend my oldest son, um, as he was little and she got to spend some time with my wife, um, before she passed. So I will always remember the time that she spent with my son and how they love to bond over video games and jelly beans together. Um, so that's a really great memory I have of my mom. That That's awesome. Well, I, I have to say that my mom, my mom is a big reason why there is this podcast. And that's because when I was just starting out with my speaking for him ministry and letting it be known that I was going to churches um, and speaking throughout. And incidentally, that's another thing that's been affected by the shutdown because I had to cancel mm. a speaking engagement. But, um, but yeah, but she was a big driving force once I started it. Um, to get this podcast off the ground because at the time that I was starting, I was like, well, how do I get the word out? Cause it seems like I talk to people and they express interest, but then I don't really get a lot of traction and get, mm -hmm. get known or get oper more opportunities. And she encouraged me 
to contact the local radio stations and let them know about my ministry and see if I could get some airplay from them to talk about it. And um, WJQ out of Zealand was a, a radio station that called me back and I actually did morning devotions for them on their morning show for about a year and a half. And out of that, I got permission to do my podcast like a, um, about a year and about a year and a half into that, I started the podcast. So I've been podcasting now for seven and a half years. And mm-hmm. the impetus of it was just reaching out and getting the opportunity to go into the studio and start working in a, in a radio environment. And now because of the, the, the lockdown, I feel like I I've grown leaps and bounds as a broadcaster because I, I got on YouTube and had to learn all about editing and all that fun stuff for mm-hmm. myself that I always had somebody else doing for me up until this point. So it actually has been a real growth opportunity for me. And that wouldn't have happened without my mom. Yeah. And I also want to say thank you to my grandma who is at Rest Haven Homes right now. She has um, dementia, so it's been a while since we had a real conversation, but she encouraged me from a very young age to memorize scripture, and I still remember her um, encouraging me one day to memorize John 14, verses 1 through 3, where Jesus says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house were many mansions, if it were not show." So I wouldn't have told you. Um, And then he talks about, um, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you that where I am, um, you may be also. And it's interesting that one of the, one of the first passages that I actually sat down to memorize myself, I still recall to mind. um, And I think about her challenge to this day. So I am very thankful for the Galdi legacy that I have in both my mother and my grandmother. And I look forward to the day when uh, we are in heaven and we can have regular conversations again. And I look forward to hopefully in the not too distant future, being able to go back to her, her nursing home and seeing her, you know, a few more times before God calls her home, Lord willing. Um, Amen. That's a real challenge not to not be able to visit those places anymore either. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, we've been talking. Um, my mother-in-law, Helen, is uh, a nurse at a nursing facility um, who has some patients with COVID nineteen and and have an isolation ward, and uh, it's difficult because she she's talking now that um, because of everything, it may be. Christmas time before she sees her grandkids again um, in person. So yeah, this is a tough time for all of us, but especially those of our vulnerable family members um, like your grandmother um, who are really isolated even more than normal because of the situation where we can't even go and visit. Yeah. There's much more going on than just the physical toll it's also yeah. the emotional and mental tool. So we need to be in prayer about that for each other as well as we continue to Absolutely. go on. So I just want to end here by saying thank you very much, Tim, for joining me. I want to encourage um, the people that are listening 
Um, especially if you've ever gone to a show at Master Arts, make sure that you make a donation at their website. Um, I will be doing so myself this weekend. It's important to make sure that we um, support the arts, especially when they can't produce shows because um, uh, Master Arts has so far canceled slash postponed at least two, um, if not more shows. And if you count the traveling troops, definitely more shows. So that does cut into um, what we're able to do, but we are producing online content and we encourage you to check out the master arts YouTube channel as well, as we're continuing to do some quarantine theater in the time before us, as things have continued to unfold. But thanks again, Tim, for being here on the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure, Andrew. Thank you. Um, and so um, I think with that, we'll just encourage you to um, to call your mom this Mother's Day. That will be um, much more important as travel is difficult. But make sure you call your mom and you still have a couple days to get that Mother's Day shopping done. So I'd encourage you to do that. And with that, I think I'll wrap up the show by simply saying, have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at speakingforhim. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review.